Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. All right. Praise the Lord. I just want to send this out as a form of uh, greeting, as it were, in the season that we are, which is the Easter period, um, also to kind of awaken us to the reality of what Easter really stands for. I just want us to see that Easter goes beyond the historical celebration. And the only thing we can truly do to commemorate Easter is uphold the reason why he died. And so, let me start by raising this, this particular passage for us. First Corinthians 15, reading from verse 13. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be risen, and be not risen, then is our preaching vain. And your faith is also vain. Yea, verse 15, And we have found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that He raised up Christ, whom He raised not up. If so be that the dead rise not. 16, For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ risen, or raised. But 17 is very crucial. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain. You are yet in your sins. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. So the testimony to the fact that your sins are forgiven is the resurrection of Christ. Can you see that? Now, this gives us a clear definition and purposes of the resurrection of Christ. Simply put, your sins are forgiven through his resurrection. Is that okay? So what we are celebrating is the understanding that must be done in us that our sins were and are forgiven us in Christ by his resurrection from the grave. We are appreciating him for our sins forgiven. Well, if you choose to do this yearly, it is no problem. But it must go beyond a yearly celebration to walk in life. And this is important, people. Look at this. Romans chapter 6, verse number 3 and 4. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Verse 4. Now therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. In newness of life. I want you to see that. Is that okay? This is the main thing. The fruit of the resurrection is a walk in the newness of life. Not just a yearly celebration. Amen. To walk in the newness of life. So, by implication, even if you are celebrating, 
and you are not walking in the newness of life, you are not doing exactly what the celebration is supposed to be speaking about. It's not just a festival. It goes beyond the ceremony. It goes beyond the rituals. It's to walk in the newness of life. So as we progress, we begin to see that almost every day you celebrate the Easter. <laughs> You'll be wondering how. Again, look at it from the Amplified Translation. Look at it. Romans 6 verse 4. We are buried, therefore, with him by the baptism into death. So that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. That is not an annual event. To live and behave is a daily conduct of life. It got beyond an annual event. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why I said in celebrating Easter is something you show forth every day of your life. It's a behavioral pattern. It's a change. It's a conduct. That is what Easter stands for. Amen. So, we are looking at, look at it again, the power of a transformed life. From just being a sinner with sins forgiven, but now beginning to live another life entirely from the previous one. We have before the realization of Easter, which is actually Passover from one life to the other. Hallelujah. Can you get that? We are looking at a transformed life. When we talk about Easter celebration, we are looking at a transformed life. From, from not, I mean, just being a sin and forgiven. We rejoice in sins forgiven. But we're talking about the transformed life. The power that raised Christ from the, from the dead is transforming our lives. Praise the Lord. The word is actually should be Passover. So we're moving from one realm of life to another realm. We're, we're passing over from one realm of life to another realm. You see what I mean? Hallelujah. Therefore, we should be looking at a global transformed communities and hold by reason of our faith in this singular act of Christ's resurrection. That's what we'll be talking about. The more we really begin to see what Easter stands for, the more we're supposed to have communities, nations transformed in behavioral pattern and attitude of life. If we truly understand what this stands for, we should have a global reform community. What have we really experienced in our faith in this work of resurrection? Can we really look in and see if we really had a transformed life yet? Are we to leave you that a mere fact of a yearly celebration? No, people. If only we can have more transformed lives through this celebration, then we should have truly been declaring the resurrection of Christ. Not until then, then it's just a mere ceremony, and that is not what Christ rose for. Until we see our lives transformed, until we see people's behavior change, it's just a mere ceremony. But that is not what Jesus rose for. He rose for people's life to be transformed. Is that okay? Now, Paul said the same thing in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 7 to 8. He said, Paul therefore the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you are unleavened 
For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. That's the Easter you're calling now. And the verse 8 said, Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old living, old lifestyle, neither with the living of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Hallelujah. So, the newness of life is a transformation of our soul realms, which is our mind, will, emotion, and intellect. Praise the Lord. That's what, it, that's what the scripture says in 4005.23. How that God wants to transform us, renew us, heal us in our spirit, soul, and body. The three realms. The tripartite nation of man is spirit, soul, and body. So what really defines your character is your soul. And that is your personality. And your personality is made up of your will, your emotion, your intellect, and your mind. This one constitutes your soul. So when we talk about a transformed life, we are actually talking about somebody whose soul has been transformed. And then they begin to manifest the transformation. You show forth what is in your soul in outward expression. You express your soul by your attitude, color, and conduct. Things you say. Now, you can partake of Christ's resurrection life and still be full of malice and hatred towards your fellow brother, your husband, or your wife. That is not Easter. That is not how to celebrate the Feast of Passover. Paul gave us a catalog of how a transformed life should walk in the newness of life in the spirit. And so let's go down to Galatians 5 verse 22 to 26. I want to read from the New Century Version. But the spirit, the rays of Christ, remember, but the spirit produces the fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law that says these things are wrong. Think about that. Verse 24 says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their own sinful selves. They have given up their own selfish feelings and evil things they wanted to do. We get our new lives from the Spirit. So we should follow the Spirit. We must not be proud or make trouble with each other or be jealous of each other. That is no resurrection. That is no Easter celebration. That's why I said the Easter celebration goes beyond just an annual event. Hallelujah. Did you get that? What the new life produces is a love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I just want to ask you if you think you have these things. And how many, how many of these qualities of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, are you bearing right now? How much of them have you developed? I mean, hallelujah. Just think about that. Amen? So you see, the above then is a mark of a transformed life. And it takes us to the next thing, which the resurrection is pointing towards. 
which is the likeness of his resurrection. We do not only walk in the newness of life, we also ought to be walking and should walk at the end in the likeness of his resurrection. Hallelujah. Now Romans chapter 6 verse 5 says, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his dead, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Now this is different from newness of life. So we have the newness of life, which means our conduct and character, then we come to the resurrection aspect, which has to do with the likeness of his resurrection. If we planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. So the question is, what was or is his resurrection? Likeness. What was and is the likeness of his resurrection? We can see that when we look into the into the passage in the book of Luke chapter 24, 36-38, here we are made to understand the disciples after his crucifixion when he was buried and the very day he rose, they were all hiding in the room as it were, with the doors and windows, everything shut because they were afraid of persecution, they were afraid of persecution, and so Jesus walked into the room to meet with the disciples and here is the thing verse 36 says and as they speak as they first speak Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them peace be unto you but they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they have seen a spirit that's to say a ghost and he said unto them why are you troubled and what do thy thoughts arise in your hearts Hallelujah. And the good I said, You touch me. Feel me. For spirit, ghosts have no flesh and bones. Are you there? Look at it very closely. Hallelujah. So what is through them there? And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And what do thoughts arise in your heart? Behold my hands and my feet. That it is myself. Handle me and see. For a spirit that's a ghost. Have no flesh and bones. As you see me have. Spirit. Have no flesh and bones. As you see me have. Did you get that? Hallelujah. This is exactly what we're talking about. The resurrection power walks through our soul. To effect changes. In our mortal bodies. Paul calls this the redemption of our bodies. Praise the Lord. So when we celebrate Easter, the Passover, we should be having all these in focus. Getting to be better transformed persons each year as we celebrate and evaluating our lives by how much His resurrection power have really worked in us as believers. We should be having a better, lovable, Christ-filled life environment and homes by reason of Easter. This is what Easter celebration is all about. And so I'm asking you, do you really know what you're celebrating yet? Have you have you come to start evaluating your life by this celebration? We're thinking of people coming to the place of having more of the fruit of the Spirit working in their lives.
manifested on daily basis. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We're talking about all of these qualities of the Spirit manifesting in the people who are actually celebrating the Passover. So, it's a time to evaluate yourself. It's a time to consider. Are we really seeing Christ's life manifested in our communities, in our homes? Can we really boast of more people coming to be Christ-like in their behavior and conduct? That's what we mean by Easter celebration. So it's not just an annual festival. It's not just an annual meeting point, maybe where you just wish your neighbor Happy Easter. When you say that, you start thinking seriously. Why are you telling that individual, I need you to live better as Christ? I want you to change your life. When I say Happy Easter, I'm saying, get a change of life, brother. Get a change of life, sister. I'm saying there is joy in the new life be manifested as you begin to manifest the fruit of the Spirit because of the power of Easter. So I'm trying to say, oh, praise God for your life. I can see more of your life transform through the experience of the Spirit of Christ, which is Easter resurrection power. Happy Easter. Thank you, brother, for such a new life. Thank you, sister, for such a wonderful life that you have begun to experience. This is what we mean by the celebration of Easter. So, I am saying to you, Happy Easter. And what do I mean? I thank God for the transformation in your life. I thank God for what I'm seeing. I thank God for how much of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, is beginning to manifest in your life. Happy Easter, everyone. Praise the living God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.